0: Welcome to the Wake the Giant broadcast. I'm your host, Alan Garrett. This is part two of Effective Prayer with Alan Garrett and Brian
1: Mugabe. Look, look at this astounding miracle. Uh, Brother Alan, when I study the Bible, I'm just amazed. I'm astounded at what we can do and we are not experiencing in our day. Yeah. So I've made up my mind to become a man of prayer. We actually start up praying for two hours. Two hours.
0: And that's and that's, that's, we, that's the main purpose of the meeting. You just yep. you pray for 2 hours. We
1: pray for, before that's we awesome. before we get into worship, before mm-hmm. we get into the word and communion. We pray. We start out in our church praying from 4 to 6. And then everything else will go on. And so far, mm-hmm. people are turning up. And we people are joining our ministry, brother Aaron, not because we are going out on the streets. We have tried out to go on the streets. In the mm-hmm. summer, we tried out. We lit for the rich many people. Some would give us their number, give the, give us their numbers, but we they never turned up. Yeah. And the Bible says that as soon as Zion travailed, if you can pull that scripture up, Alan Isaiah sixty six, Isaiah, um, I believe it's sixty six verse eight. It says, "As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. As soon as Zion travailed." Do you know what that means? As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Isaiah
0: 66. What what does it say? Let me see 8. Verse 8. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? That right there? Yes. Okay, verse 8. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Mm. Can a land be born in one day? Can a nation be brought forth at once? As soon as Zion travailed, she also brought forth her sons. Is that what you're looking for?
1: As soon as Zion travailed, you travail in prayer. It's called travailing prayer. As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. So children, I believe children are born. They are not employed. And if we are to cause a great awakening in the church, in the body of Christ, in our generation today and generations to come, we have to yield ourselves to prayer. The Apostle Paul said, I think is Galatians 14 4. He says, it says uh, he talks about how he travailed in bath. He said, I travail in bath again until Christ be found in you. But you see, when you read the, the third chapter of the book of Galatians, he is rebuking them. That you did mm-hmm. you start in the flesh, you started in the spirit. Are you now being made perfect in the flesh? You see that. So, look. So, I believe that if we will pray, like the Bible says in the book of of Proverbs, that the Bible says the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and like the rivers of water, He turns it wherever He wishes. He turns it wherever he wishes. So I believe that if we will pray, God will touch the hearts of men. Those men and women whose hearts are hard, they are unable to respond when you minister to them. You yeah. preach the gospel, they are not responding. You call them to the prayer meeting, they don't respond. If we will begin to pray, to avail in prayer, and pray effectively, God will begin to turn their hearts around and begin to urge them. To respond to the beckoning of the Holy Ghost.
0: It, it just I like that I like that picture of travailing. Yes. Like ha- the the comparison of having a baby to praying. We don't think like that. Yeah. In, in the way most most of us, we don't think like that when we pray. It's like you, when you pray, there's like a, there's an event until you give birth. And the idea in tra- in travailing is yeah. you're gonna travail in prayer until you give birth. you give birth. And so we think. we need to we need to learn how to to, to to rail in prayer until we give birth. One of the things I'm praying for, the Lord sent my family out here, me and my family out here to New England, in a in a land where it's it's hard. And he, because uh, I, I remember coming out here and and I go I, I I don't know I think I can smell revival. Yeah, you know I, I just think I I'm asking I'm one of the things I'm praying for regularly, is that God would open a door a wide door for the gospel. And if you look at Paul, Paul expected that when people prayed, it would open a door for the gospel. When you look at how he operated, he put together teams, he went places, but he said that this worked out because of your prayer. There are places he says things, I mean, that's a, a paraphrase, I can't even tell you where, but if you read Paul's writings, there are a couple places where he says things similar to that. Well, this worked out because of your prayer. And he expected that when prayer uh, preceded his work, that things would happen. When prayer was involved with his work, that it would change things. And we need to have that prevailing prayer. Lord, open a door for the gospel in New England. Lord, do it. Do it in our area, God.
1: Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let me say something. Um, Let me just give you... A couple of, you know, uh, and write this down. Let me give you a couple of definitions. You said there are different kinds of prayer. That's true. There is a prayer of faith. There's a prayer of faith. Let me give you a couple of definitions. One of the definitions is prayer is fellowshipping with the Father Mm -hmm. through the Spirit. Prayer is fellowshipping. If you have a pen and and a paper, write this down. Prayer is fellowshipping with the Father through the Spirit. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, I believe, chapter 13, verse 14, it says that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Koinonia, fellowship. Prayer is fellowshiping with the Father through the Spirit. The second thing is prayer is exercising our authority in Christ. Mm. You need to find out, you see, which means... Let me say this again. Prayer is exercising our authority in Christ, which means you take your place of authority and call things to happen that are within the power that's been given to you in Christ Jesus. So you need to find out from the word the authority that has been granted you in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, for example, in the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 19, it says that... um, Behold, I give you authority. That word behold is akin to a Hebrew word, kazah, which means to see. He says, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over every power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. But I like, I like this, Alan, when you look at the Amplified Translation. He says that, Listen carefully. I give you authority that you now possess. He said, listen carefully. I have given you authority. That authority, you possess it now. To tread on sapiens and, and scorpions and to exercise, you see, to exercise the ability, to exercise the ability, you see, to exercise that authority, the ability that you have in Christ over all the power of the enemy and nothing will in any way, in any way harm you. You see so you discover the authority that has been given to you in Christ Jesus for example using his name the bible says if you pray pray to the father in the name of Jesus he will do it whatever you ask the father in his name he will do it that the father may be glorified in the son yeah so you learn to pray to use the name of Jesus to exercise dominion To exercise authority. So prayer is is the exercise of our authority in Christ. The third one is prayer is the exercise of the human spirit. And all these uh, glorious definitions that I'm giving you, there is so much into it, so much revelation. We don't have time to get into all of this. But I want to urge you to take time to study. Study the subject. Take the, sub- the, the the topic of prayer, prayer as a subject, and study and meditate upon it. You'll be amazed how much glory will be revealed in your life. The fourth one is prayer is walking, you know, is is walking in the consciousness of the divine presence. You live and walk in the consciousness of the divine presence. Because prayer, like praying in the spirit, activates your spirit to walk in the divine presence of God. So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you activate your spirit. Your spiritual senses are awakened to hear God's voice clearly. You you know, boldness is built up on the inside of you. One day, Brother Aaron, I was going to preach on a crusade. And I woke up and it was as if fear gripped me. I said, what am I going to say to these masses of people? <laughs> I said, you know, sometimes you can be afraid. And so I, and God doesn't want us to fear. I said, I refuse to fear. I locked myself in the room and I prayed in the Holy Ghost. When I was through, when I opened my eyes, there is as though the world was small. There was hmm. such a boldness that came on me that I felt like I could do anything. Hmm. The world became small. That's what those are what some of the secrets of praying in the Holy Ghost. So prayer is working in the consciousness of the divine presence. Glory to God. There's so much on prayer that we we can share with you, but because of we don't have much time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But that's very, very significant. Exercising your authority in Christ. Know the authority that you have in Christ.
0: Yeah. That's true. Um and, and standing in that, uh, uh, knowing your authority, I'm telling you, uh, has transformed the way I pray. Uh, I, I, I love the, the vineyard uh, movement. Uh, it profoundly affected me, especially the early vineyard. And I remember we used to invite the Holy Spirit. Yep. We would say, come Holy Spirit. And we would invite his presence to move because we recognized that when he showed up, things would happen. Yeah. And we didn't want to do things without him. And, and that's good. And I, I, I would say, you know, continue to do that if you pray that way. But I also learned that when I prayed out of authority, yeah. I saw more happen. When I, when I, 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 used, to not, I used to be afraid to uh, look at a blind eye yeah. and command that eye to see in Jesus' name because I thought nothing would happen unless I was moving under the unction of the Holy Spirit. And that's somewhat true. But I also learned that Jesus said, he didn't say pray for the sick. Yep. He said heal the sick. So when you pray for that eye, I'm going to go, see si, in Jesus' name. See. Si. I saw a video of a woman in a Chinese house church praying for a blind eye till it opened. And she said it probably 50 times. She was just going, see, si, see. Si. See, see, she was just gonna take a whack at that eye with her prayer until that guy saw, and eventually he did. And um, so I, she, because she had prevailing prayer. So I think learning that, okay, God has called. If you're Christian, He's called you to pray. Yeah, He didn't call you to pray ineffectively, because God doesn't call you to do things ineffectively. He called you to pray. So pray with authority. Pray, God's God has told me to pray. It's a command. Pray. So I, he's told me to pray. I'm going to pray with effectiveness. I'm going to pray with authority, and, and I'm going to ask that the that the Lord change this thing. He that He move in our nation. That He open a door for the gospel. Also, mm. pray big. Yes. Don't big pray prayers. small. Big we have a prayers. we have a big God. Pray big pray prayers. large. Pray pray for things that uh, that you think could never happen. Yes. Pray for the salvation of of Biden and Harris, who knows, (laughs) go, go for it. You know, those kinds of things, you know, pray for, um, uh, pray for the radical turning of our nation. Just go for it. Go for it in prayer. What would you say to people that just, they want, they're hearing this and they go, well, I want to learn how to pray, but I I don't know how, how to pray too well.
1: So you gotta, but you see, we have a lot of materials out,
0: you know, yeah, um, there are a lot. Like,
1: you, you, had, you had what Alan was saying, some of the materials he was recommending. you know, Get men like Charles Finney. His autobiography, love it. You know, his bio- yes, and, and, and uh, John Wesley. Mm. Those men shook the world. There's another man in Africa that, that radically challenged me. His prayers was called Ben, ben Sonida hmm. I've heard the name. You see. So, But you see, get ma- the materials. But you see, let the Word of God become the foundation mm. for this. Because your faith will grow. The more you hear God's word, the more your faith grows. Mm-hmm. There, is, there is what we call, the, the, the Bible talks about weak faith and little faith. Mm. And so the Bible says, for example, Jesus, when he was uh, in the boat with the disciples and they were on the sea, and all of a sudden the winds began to blow. The wh- and the boat was swinging, and all of a sudden Jesus was relaxing like as if he was asleep. And the disciples freaked out. They began to cry out, Master, have mercy upon us. We are perishing. When he got, uh, he got up, he said, why are you fearful, ye of little faith? Mm. That was in Matthew chapter 8. And the Bible says, he rebuked the winds and the seas, and there was a great calm. Mm. You see, so why? What is the cure for little faith? We will need more of the word of God. You need more on the subject of prayer. You need more of God's word. If you're challenged in your faith, you need more because you need to build your faith to be able to believe God for a city, to believe God for a nation. Mm -hmm. The Bible says you are the light of the world. He did not say you are the light of just your own house. When he spoke in Psalms 2, verse 8, he said, Ask of me, I'll give you the nations for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. Aaron, this scripture radically transformed my life because years ago, I used to see ministers trying to look for open door when I was in Africa. And they say, oh, we're looking for open door. Can you please have me preach in your church? When I studied that scripture, I found out that I needed to ask God for doors to open, not to try to find men who have influence or big churches and begin to create that platform to reach the lost. Glory to God. And the doors God has opened to some of the nations we have been conducting crusades, we never try to knock doors. God has literally opened doors and supplied. And that's what we are doing in our city. We believe God has given us that city of Woonsocket. When we are praying, we are not praying for small prayers. No, we are praying to take over Rhode Island. And I'm bold to say this because I know Changes are taking place in the realm of the Spirit. But you need to build your faith. Mm. little faith is as a result of lack of sufficient information. When you don't have enough knowledge of God's Word, your faith is small. Mm. You see, your faith is small. And so now you need more of the Word of God, like what we are sharing with you Mm -hmm. and Aaron. More of the Word of God in that particular topic. And then you exercise your faith. You demonstrate your faith because weak faith, your faith can be weak if you don't exercise it. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4, verse 20, that Abraham staggered not at the promises of God. He weavered not. He mm. staggered not at the promises of God, but through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. When your faith is weak, you stagger. Mm. You waver. But do you see, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And you see, when you're praying, you have to be cautious. That these things that God has said belong to you. That what you ask for, God will do it. And when you're through praying, you walk away with confidence that God has answered your prayer. Not because you have seen it physically, but you have an understanding of how the realm of the spirit works. And you've received that in the realm of the spirit. And you know that you will see that manifestation in the physical. The Bible says, let me say this, Alan, uh, before we get back to you. The Bible says, for example, that... In the book of Revelation chapter 8, it says that, And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angels' hands. Do you know that when you do not know what happens when you pray, sometimes you may not be persuaded to pray. If you receive insight into what happens when you pray or if one day God opens your spiritual eyes to see when you're praying what happens you'll be amazed yeah. because when you pray you know one of the processes of prayer is that when you pray the angels carry your prayers in form of incense they are obviously the processes in prayer that are beyond our human understanding but according to this scripture that i've just shared with Aaron, according to this scripture angels literally carry your prayers in the form of incense and they present your prayers to god at His throne that's so what the bible says and the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended before god from the angel's hands the bible says that just as you do not know in the book of Ecclesiastes, 11 verse 5 just as you do not know what is the way of the wind what is the way of the spirit or oh, how bones grow in the womb of a pregnant woman. You do not know the way of the spirit. Mm-hmm. You don't know the works of God. So when you set out praying, you don't know how they ask that what's happening in the realm of the spirit. But the angels are doing the job. Mm-hmm. They are doing the job. And the Bible says, when the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. So you may be praying about a situation, but you don't see a change. An instantaneous change. But you're making deposits of prayer for your future. And the day will come, Anna, that the things that used to trouble you, the things that are troubling other people for you, it's a walk over. Because you changed things in the realm of the spirit. And now you're just manifesting the glory of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So set out to learn this. And then put it to work. Yeah. Prayer is effective. You prayer know. works.
0: I would encourage anybody, that if this is stirring you, to figure out either time to pray or get somebody to pray with you. Like, yeah. I have one person that meets me here in this room every Sunday, and we just pray. And I will tell that person, this is one of the most important things that I do. Amen. Hallelujah. Because it's, it seems small. It's meeting with just one other person. Sometimes we don't even feel like we're that effective, but we're learning about prayer. We're learning how to move in the things. We're gaining a heart for it. Invest what you have. So, if you have you know, just a small amount of ability yeah. in prayer, invest that. If you don't invest that, you're not going to get more. The more the scripture says to, to him who's given, uh, what is that scripture? To he. he uh, Much is given. To, yeah, well, if Much you. Inv- it, there's this. It, ah, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to paraphrase <laughs> a bunch here. Uh, so basically, um, if you invest what you have, you're going to get yeah. more. There's the, there's a couple scriptures places in the in the gospels that talk about that. If you invest what you have, God will give you more. To who he has more will be given, right? So um, invest that 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 ability to pray that you have, invest it, mm. and then and then grow in it. If you if you if you invest it, you'll grow in it. Meet with one other person, set set a clock, and, and said I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for, you know, this amount of time. You know, uh learn how to go to, go to a prayer meeting. yeah they learn how to start prayer meetings. I mean the uh, Fannie said that prayer meetings were throughout the uh, northern states. The prayer meetings, the culture was so it was prayer was so prevalent at that time uh-huh. that there are prayer meetings throughout the northern states. start one. Prayer meetings are easy. they're easy meetings to lead if you have just a couple people. Yeah let's just pray. You might throw out a couple. Area dire- things of direction. I think the Lord's going to head this direction, but let's see what He's going to do, and just start praying. Um, and yeah, just start something. If you're if you're listening to this, start something. Start a yes, prayer meeting. Yes. Whether it's just two people or three people or whatever. Your prayer is
1: effective. Yeah. Don't 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 trivialize it. Don't mm. take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. There is yeah. power that's been given to you in Christ Jesus. If you're born again. If you've received Christ as your personal Lord and Savior,
0: His power. And I'm going to tell you, anybody listening to this broadcast, I would rather you start a prayer meeting than me inform you about prayer. Yeah. Like I could pass some knowledge along to you and go, that's pretty neat. I learned this about prayer. That doesn't mean a whole lot to me. But if you pray more, if you start a prayer meeting, that means something. Yeah.
1: Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, that, the, there is a quote I think was from John Wesley or Charles Finney, but he said something. He said, if a minister were burned, the people will come to see the fire.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I've heard that You've quote heard about that? Thing, yeah.
1: He said, if a minister were burned, the people will come to see the fire. But how does a minister burn? You see, you want to manifest the glory of God in your life. You want to demonstrate the character of the spirit. You want to change things in your city, in your nation, in your ministry. You see, how are you gonna do it? Prayer is the key, prayer but, is the key. I don't, I'm not saying other parts of God's word are not important. I'm not saying worship is not important. You see, I'm not saying uh, uh, the ministry of the word is not important. There has to be a balance. But build your life. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. He often slipped off of his the people, of the disciples, and he would pray. And the Bible let us know he even prayed all night. He would spend all night in prayer. We started prayer, all night prayers, by the way. And if you want to join us, you're welcome. If you want to learn how to do that also, you're welcome. And we spend hours praying in the Holy Ghost, and we are praying to take over, you know, the nations, the gospel to infiltrate. The Bible says that we pray. That's what the Bible tells us in in the book of Thessalonians. Pray that the word of the Lord will spread rapidly Mm. and be glorified and honored. In another place, the Bible tells us we pray that the Lord of the harvest will raise up laborers into the harvest. We have to pray that the Lord of the harvest will raise up laborers. In another place, the Bible says that we pray to be delivered from, from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all men have faith. Do you know there are men in positions of leadership that are influenced by the devil to try to create systems that hinder the spreading of the gospel, that they are destroying the welfare of men of of, God's, of, of men's lives? They are coming up with agendas, you know, systems like abortion, homosexuality, all those kind of things. You see, and, and the Bible condemns, and the Bible tells us to pray that we'll be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all men have faith. The Bible tells us in the book of Thessalonians. Why does God tell us to do that? Because we can stop these agendas, these schemes, or we can frustrate the schemes of the enemy. And cause the goodness of God to yeah. manifest in our lives, in our families, in our homes. The Bible says the earth is full of the goodness of God. The Bible says God said the Bible says in the book of, of uh, I believe in the book of Habakkuk. He says that the earth, you know, the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. How is that going to happen? Prayer, Amen. prayer. Prayer, make up your mind to yield yourself to prayer. Commit yourself to prayer and begin to make definite requests. Definite requests and cause things to happen in the things of the spirit. You know, the Bible lets us know that God has given us extraordinary authority. Let me just go back a little bit, just for a few minutes. We quoted for you a scripture area before. in fast First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, that says, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So he is asking us to make supplications. Prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. Different kinds of prayer. Why? Because when there is trouble or unrest in a city, in a nation, in a country, it hinders the spreading of the gospel. And the power is in the gospel. Because the Bible says in in the book of Romans 1 verse 17, Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. So his power is in the gospel. So he calls us to prayer, to make prayer the number one priority for all nations, for all men. He says, pray for all men. So God has given, when you meditate on this, you can see that God has given every believer. He has given the church. He has given the body of Christ extraordinary authority to determine the condition of a nation of a state, of a city. He has given us extraordinary authority, extraordinary power. You see, so it is God's desire, God's desire, God's will that all men be saved. But it is not his job because he has already done what he needed to do. He sent Jesus. You see, so the question should be, why is it? Many of God's many men are not saved. The answer is in 2 Corinthians chapter four, verse four. The Bible says, actually, starts from verse three. They say, that if the gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this world, the devil, Satan, has blinded the minds of those who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So you see why he wants us to pray. That this this veil will be broken off of men's eyes. That they'll be compelled to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ because that is the solution to the problems of the human race. Glory to God. There is a scripture, Alan, that I I believe it was in your notes, which is in uh, Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 29. What does it say? Ezekiel 22, verse, uh, I believe, 29 to 30. I want you to listen to this. This is in connection with what I was just sharing with you. Ezekiel 22, verse 29.
0: The people of the land practice extortion Mm. and commit robbery. They oppress the poor and needy and mistreat the alien, denying them justice. Mm. I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it but I found none. This is amazing. Look,
1: the problems are going on in the land. The people of, la- of the land have committed robbery. They are mistreating the poor and the needy. Yep. They're they wrongfully. They, 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 they have used oppressions. They have committed robbery. They have mistreated the needy and the poor. They wrongfully oppressed the stranger. But what did God do? What did God do concerning this situation that was going
0: on in the city, in the nation?
1: He looked for a man who can yeah. stand in the
0: gap to pray. That's good. That one, right <laughs> there. I want to I want to camp on for a second, and yes. I want to close with it because <laughs> Hallelujah! Uh, I believe that God is calling people to stand in the gap, and you, and Hallelujah. there's some of you that are listening to this that you were stirred by that scripture and what Brian just was was uh, talking about under the unction of the Holy Spirit there and uh, God is calling people to stand in the gap so will you stand in the gap will you will you partner with the Holy Spirit to see things around you changed to see people saved to see the land changed and so um, let's close and let's let's pray it's hallelujah so Lord I ask right now that, that, that that us included Brian and me and those that are stirred by this uh, conversation yes. uh, Lord, I ask that we would become those that stand in the gap Lord, I ask for the nations that we represent yes. for the nation of America that we, that we would stand in the gap yes, Lord, Lord uh, yes. we say we say, come, heal our land yes Lord. Lord we humble ourselves, Lord we turn, and we say, heal our land, Lord, come, we stand in the gap, Lord, I ask that you would raise up people who hear this uh, uh, hear this this broadcast, and, uh, and I'm going to make it into a podcast later on. Yes, Lord. Um, Lord, I ask that you would uh, stir them yes, to, to stand in the gap, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, charge them to stand in the gap. Lord, raise up those that would minister in prayer yes, and Lord. stand in the gap, God. Yes, Lord. Yes,
1: Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we are in agreement. I'm in agreement with Aaron, Father. We pray, Lord, that you raise them up, those who have a passion for 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 the things of the Spirit, for the, for the move of God's Spirit, for the great awakening. They have compassion for, for God's people, for, for your nation, for your countries. We pray, Lord, that you raise them up. You raise them up. Raise up men and women that will arise and exercise the authority that you've given to us and yeah. call things to happen that are consistent with the glorious life that you've given to us. We thank you, Lord.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. So do it. Start a prayer meeting. Start start praying yourself. Figure it out. Invest what you have. Hallelujah. Um and uh, Brian, if they wanted to get a hold you're in Rhode Island. I uh, will put some stuff in in the the notes. Yes. on on the broadcast, but if they want to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Facebook or
1: Yeah, Facebook. You can message me on Facebook. You can um we have a website. It's called www.brianmugabe.org. But also um you can uh you can you can text us on facebook and then I, i'll give you the phone number also you can write it the, down this
0: is going to be on this will be on a podcast if you All give right. your phone number out yep. it's going to be on the internet and podcasts. everybody will have it <laughs> so it's up to you if you want to do that but uh, realize that that if you do so that
1: we, we, we Aaron is going to work on this and we'll give you the information
0: but what, what i'll, I'll do it. is I'll, I'll i'll put in the show notes um, yes Uh, it's www.brianmugabe.com. Yes. M-U-G-A-B-E. Yes. Um, and so that you can find him through that. That's probably a better way because I don't want him to get a bunch of phone calls. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah. So if you want to contact him, he's in Rhode Island. Um, uh, you can go ahead and do that and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, anything else you want to say as we close here? And if
1: you want to join us, we, we, every, every last Friday of the month. Every last Friday of the month, we normally have an all-night prayer. Mm. So if you want to join us, you're welcome. Uh, message me on Facebook. You know, we, we now we use social media, so everyone uses Facebook. So message me mm-hmm. if you want to get in touch, if you want to be a part. And, um, and then we'll definitely make sure that
0: you... One, one way you can catch how to pray is being around other people who pray. Just want to say that that it? Hallelujah. Anything else to say? Well, uh, God bless you guys. Bless you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and this has been the Wake the Giant broadcast here. I'm your host, Alan Garrett. This is Brian Mugabe. We've been talking about prayer. So go pray. Do it. Go pray. And uh, we'll learn some more. Thanks for being with us. And we'll catch you next time. I hope you've enjoyed our broadcast with Alan Garrett and Brian Mugabe on effective prayer. Please share and like on social media.